This is the Ottawa What Podcast. I'm Amon Bashir. With me is Keegan On and Rob Attrell, as usual, I guess. And our guest is Jeff Menzies. How you doing, Jeff? Good. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming. coming on. Yeah, yeah. And Amon did that without asking how to say yeah, it. Yeah, he did. He's very confident. That's oh, good. I, I had a friend uh, whose last name was Menzies. Oh, yeah. So, mm. yeah. I, I, I've... I've heard it before. Yeah. Do you know the Scottish pronunciation? Yeah, it's very different. I, I don't know. Oh, it's it's very strongly Scottish. It's Mingus. I, oh, <laughs> right. I, I'm sorry. One more time. Yeah, Mingus. So when you it's adding a G so in when there. you pronounce it, and, and like when you meet somebody, how do you pronounce it? Menzies. You do say yeah, Menzies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does anybody in your family use the alternate pronunciation? No, no. no okay. Yeah, interesting. Uh, my great grandfather probably did, but okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, you know. Uh, it's been anglicized so long right yeah. all right yeah not bad do you have any really scottish relatives still around or uh not around yeah, yeah. i don't know probably in glasgow right okay. yeah there are probably some and then there's like the menzies castle in weem mm. in in scotland okay yeah. oh hmm. yeah does that like that can be yours one <laughs> does day? that relate to <laughs> you <No. laughs> yeah. is that somewhere in your lineage <laughs> <laughs> supposedly i'm related to the people who once owned it but the people who own it now aren't even like part of the menzies clan they're oh, not okay. even oh. within the menzies family that shouldn't be allowed yeah i know right <laughs> yeah i know but i like I, I showed up there and uh they asked me what my name was at the end of you know my self-guided tour and they're like oh you're a menzies they immediately bow down <laughs> pretty much yeah. they, they handed me the key and they're like here <laughs> This you just... you can go to the mausoleum. I was oh. like, what? Yeah, so the, there was like a mausoleum down the street that I walked to and just like opened the door. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, and they expected me just like to give back the key. Huh. But you cool. could just lie and say your name was that and then Did go. I mean, any... Not that you'd do anything. But... No, I didn't try to, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and question, Amazing. did you return the key? <laughs> You did, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no, no I, did, I, did, I did, like a true Menzies. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. classic yeah. Menzies. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so we're gonna get to your backstory and so much more. But first, we have some beer that we're drinking. So, what are we drinking today, Rob? Yeah, what is this? Yeah, this is a uh, an IPA from uh, Barnstormer Brewing, which is a microbrewery restaurant from Barrie, Ontario. Oh, okay. And this is called Flight Delay IPA. Apparently, it's like six and a half percent. Uh, quite hoppy. I don't know, Keegan. Is it is it hoppy? It's hoppy. It's very very hoppy. It's, it's interesting. It goes with this kind of new theme of naming your beers after things that are unflattering or not popular. <laughs> <laughs> Flight delay, bog water. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this is good. Those are two one. examples. Yeah. <laughs> but Jeff, you like this one? Yeah. Like most hoppy beers, not very sweet, but this mm-hmm. one is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it yeah. is pretty sweet. And like the the sweetness overpowers the bitterness of the hoppy hops. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's like, again, week after week, whenever we have uh, hoppy beers, we talk about sometimes it just seems like there are beers that just hops are thrown in there without any sort of like rhyme or reason type thing. Mm-hmm. But this yeah. this seemed a bit planned. Yeah, of sorts. It's purposeful. <laughs> purposeful. Right. And, yeah. and uh, no, I, I, it's it's enjoyable. This is something that I can definitely enjoy again. Yeah. I, I think it's like what variety of hops are used, you know, like That's a good point. every plant that exists, you know, you can get sweet peppers or jalapeno peppers, yeah. you know, it just depends what they throw in. It'll be less or more bitter. Right. That makes sense. And yeah, whether the different hops complement each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Indica hops or sativa hops. Uh, <laughs> Two types, right? Uh, Definitely, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Those uh, are related to hops, yeah. but not not hops. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> not, not hops. It's very spicy. Like it's it, it, like this is probably one of the spiciest beers we've tried. Spicy. Like it's got a lot of a lot of not just hop taste, not just like bitterness, but there's actual oh, yeah, kind of spice I, taste. I'm getting that too. That but I, going back to Keegan's like mentioned things that are kind of uh naming your beer after things that are kind of unlikable, yeah, unflattering. It it could just be as someone who has had one beer at an airport when I was when I had my flight delayed, it could be something you enjoyed during a flight delay. Mm. I only had the one mm. because it was nine dollars and <laughs> I'm not it was a bottle, like a small yeah. bottle. Not paying nine dollars for beer again, mm. but I would enjoy this on a flight delay. This would be better than like Heineken. Yeah, at exactly. An yeah, airport. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Maybe. Uh, out of curiosity, <laughs> what what was your beer of choice for that flight? Uh, well, there wasn't much choice, but it was Rickards. Uh, Rickards Red. I. Uh, well, I know this. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I would. I would never pay nine dollars for for a bottle again. But I was alone at the airport. I was going home for like Christmas or something, yeah. okay. and I had like a three hour delay. So you know, at the Ottawa airport they have Dominion. Oh yeah, yeah. They That's have like cool. two. Hmm. Their they have like their their ESB and another one. Sure, nice, it's pretty cool. I wonder if we'll see that more and more in in airports. Maybe yeah. who knows? I always wondered. Like airports, you'd think that's where, like normally stuff is flown in. You'd think stuff would be the cheapest there because it doesn't have to get once it gets flown in, it's there. It doesn't have to get shipped to yep. some restaurant or something. But, but they have you stuck there. Oh, I know. Yeah. You, you are I, trapped. I You're their prisoner. <laughs> like if you want beer, like yeah. yeah, yeah, pay for it. <laughs> They've locked you down. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, you spend time in airports? Only That's only a, a little. Yeah. yeah. A little, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not until like <laughs> recently in my adult life mm-hmm. have I done much flying and it, just with like a, a, a children or youth organization, um, CISV. Uh, I've gone to Peru and to Brazil, both, oh, wow. for, both for a month each with four kids from Ottawa. And yeah, so... Yeah, I've, I've spent some time in airports, but mm. not any situation where I could drink beer. Yeah, you know, right, I guess. yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I've got like four minors in an unknown country, you know, and they're under my care. I have all their passports, all their money. I, I can't really be drinking. <laughs> what organization was that? CISV. What's that stand for? Uh, it's it's now just its name, but the acronym oh. used to stand for Children's International Summer Villages. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, started oh. after. World War II as a way to get kids from all these different countries together, um, learning about each other's culture. And when the time came that they became world leaders, and because these kids are fairly well off, you know, coming from halfway around the world costs a lot of money, um, they will become world leaders. Um, So the idea is that once they get to know uh, their neighboring country's culture, they're not going to go to war. Right. Oh, I see. You know, yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. So you get people from Peru and Venezuela together, and or or Russia and Ukraine, which happened a couple yeah. years ago. There were you know a delegation from each country, and those kids are going to see what the other side is all about. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. How many? How many stu- or, or or children per country on average, or does it depend on the country? Or um, do you mean like? In total participating at any one time or at that camp? At that camp. Four. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And all from Ottawa? Yeah. Um, usually they all come from one city unless that city can't meet the the proper number. They try and do two boys, two girls yep. just to try and, you know, get the equality down. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, but yeah, sometimes like one kid will have to come from Toronto or Windsor or somewhere. Cool. cool. Yeah. Oh, never heard of that. That's, yeah. that's, that's neat. It's really cool. All right. Well, let's uh, 
well, normally what we start off with, so let's go back to uh, what you describe as your backstory. What, like, how did you get to where you are? Uh, well, I started in small town nowhere, down Which is? Uh, Ingleside, Ontario. Ingleside. Okay. And hands up if you know where Ingleside is. Nope, I don't. It's Ryan Gosling's hometown. Uh, yeah, oh, right wow. Okay. I'm fairly certain there's something in the water. <laughs> all right yeah, yeah. You, you look very much like ryan you Gossett, do yeah. Yeah, thanks, yeah thanks guys <laughs> uh, um what, what yeah, about is that first of all yeah well i i don't want to use the c word because there are like you know make mixed group of listeners mm-hmm. but um <laughs> it, it's close to cornwall Oh, yeah. okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I don't know if you'll have to edit that in like post production, but <laughs> yeah, we'll bleep yeah. it. Don't worry. Please Absolutely. do. Dear God. Um, basically, if you just keep going down Bank Street south all the way, you hit Morrisburg and then you turn left um, and you pass by Upper Canada Village um, yeah. and then you get to Ingleside. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Well, it was one of the towns that was created in the 50s for the expansion of the seaway. Okay, yeah. Right. So there are these like two or three hundred year old houses yeah. that were moved from the middle of the St. Lawrence. Hmm. They were they were like <laughs> lifted up uh hydraulically yeah. and then moved uh several several miles of course. for right. free. And huh. and here okay. you were. Yeah. Uh and <laughs> and, and yeah, and then I uh I moved up to Ottawa when I was sixteen. Uh went to high school with Keegan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I ran for head boy and lost to him. Oh, yeah, I know. Wow. I, I don't know if he remembers. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he does. Wow, I think that was the highlight of his life. Uh, yeah, I think so. up until yeah. this point, I beat so Jeff Menzies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you came to Ottawa so so late in life. I thought you. Yeah, or it's, I guess I just assume because I am <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> I assume everyone is from Ottawa. But that's that's really neat. What was that transition like going from like a a smaller town to it was uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh I mean I like my my mother didn't have a car so I I sent, spent my weekends on the bus just exploring the city. Mm-hmm. Um you know went from like a small bigoted whitewashed town to <laughs> you know a, a beautiful vibrant city. Whitewashed yeah. town. Right. Yeah. Still, <laughs> just still kidding. Talk, talk about the white picket fences. What are you talking I about? Guess. No. <laughs> no, seriously though, like yeah. No, I was there, there wasn't much. Also is, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe uh, less so. <laughs> definitely less so. <laughs> definitely less so. Well, in comparison to no, my hometown, course, yeah. like I, 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 I get you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel much more diversity here than I did there. I imagine. Yeah, um, it was just a lot of, like Scottish and Dutch people down there. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> not a lot of diversity. <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, and, and then. After high school, uh, I worked at Bridgehead for a good long while. Okay. That was good. Um, I've worked in, I don't know, probably a dozen restaurants cooking. Um, I, I thought I wanted to be a chef, but right. what I wanted to do was feed people. Um, you know, growing up in Ingleside, uh, with a single mother growing up under the poverty line, we, we didn't have much in the way of food security and whatnot. So I sort of discovered that rather than cooking in a restaurant for the people who can afford a $30 meal, I wanted to get food to the people who uh, couldn't necessarily afford to be going to restaurants or even, you know, grocery stores. Um, so I, I started looking at the food production side. Okay. Uh, 
I took the horticulture program at Algonquin. Okay. Um, cause they, they have a, a specialization in urban agriculture. Mm. Um, yeah, I called up CCOC, just cold called them one day. It's a center town citizens, Ottawa corporation. They're a small, uh, well, a fairly big, uh, nonprofit housing corporation in Ottawa. Uh, and I told them that I wanted to teach people how to grow their own food. Uh, so I've been doing that for a few years. Wow. wow. Yeah. You just you just called them. Yeah, I just called them. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever had a successful cold call. Like anytime I had a job or uh, looking for a job. What are examples of places you've cold called? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I had a, a job where it was my job to like cold call people for donations. Mm. And I honestly don't think I ever got a donation in like the two months I worked there. Nice. And uh, and then just, yeah, just like calling up, calling around for jobs. Huh. That seems like, do you have like a special pitch? Um, <laughs> well, I called uh, CCOC and Just Food, mm-hmm. um, which is another sort of food security uh, nonprofit in Ottawa working on, um, uh, what is it called? Not a food law, but like food legislation? Policy. A food policy. policy. Food oh, policy, okay. yeah. yeah. So they're... Yeah, trying to work on a food policy for Ottawa and spread that out to Canada, you know, because, mm. you know, there's definitely problems with people uh, who are less fortunate than, you know, I am now um, getting access to, to food every day. So, I, yeah, I just called them. And I, I said pretty much that, yeah, you know, <laughs> and I was like, I want to teach these people how to grow their food so they don't have to rely on Hartman's. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so uh, did this did anything exist with that nonprofit that was w- kind of working on this, or did you basically like they said, oh, that sounds great, start this program up, and that's what you've been doing? Yeah, kind of. Um, they 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 said we've wanted to do this forever, and two of the managers uh, met, figured out how to word the job description, and I came in for an interview, um, even though I was the only person applying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, one of the most intimidating interviews I've ever had, you know, like mm. six people sitting around uh, a table giving me scenarios of how I would problem solve real problems that they've had. Right. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I worked at the bridgehead at Gilmore right across the street from the office, like I recognize some of them. I'm like, oh, hey, your large latte, extra foam. <laughs> you <Right. know. laughs> that helps. Okay. Yeah. But made it even more intimidating, you know, because to me, they were like friendly faces and then suddenly, Mm -hmm. you know, you're on the other end. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So uh, how, how big is CCOC? Like, you know, are they just, you know, what, like uh, a few small residences type thing or do they have a bunch of, like, I, I, I can't keep track of because there's a few community housing Two. Two, two, two in Ottawa. Oh, I thought there were more than two. Yeah. Okay. Um, there are some co-ops and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused yeah. with the co-ops. That's what I'm doing. Um, so the there's Ottawa Community Housing, OCH, okay. um, which is the Ottawa uh, municipal one. Okay. So it's sort of government um, run. Yeah. Um, and then there's CCOC, which is uh, private, and they have over 50 properties. Um, I think it's something like 1,500 units. 
I mean, I'm definitely misquoting. That's fine. But <laughs> Ballpark. <laughs> Until one of my managers listens. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll post a, a, a yeah, attraction. Exactly. Yeah. We'll, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and the difference uh, between OCH and CCRC is that CCRC is mixed housing. Okay. So it, it's not just... Um, subsidized rent it's not just rent geared to income um it's also your regular market rent oh okay yeah um so people who would be paying uh you know fifteen hundred dollars for an apartment and then people who have their um their rent changed to how much they make whether it's you know working um uh, like working at uh, a gas station or they are on uh, social assistance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they, their, their rent is lowered. Yeah. In, in hmm. the same complex type thing? Or yes, they, okay, in, in the same building. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there are some um, heritage buildings the way we have, you know, little four units. Um, yeah, it, it all started in, I think, the 60s as a way to keep the downtown core uh, residential, yeah, you right. know, because there were all these big office buildings showing up, pushing people to the the fringes, mm-hmm. you know, and pushing them to you know the the byword market where rent was already astronomical, mm-hmm. right, right. So you know, in, in this area, there are there are a couple CCOC places. The newest one is just down at uh, Catherine and Metcalf. This big eco complex. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is it? It's uh, geothermal exchange. Yeah. Okay. For five apartment buildings. Oh lord. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Sorry. What's geothermal exchange? Um, it's, it's a he- heating uh, heating source. Space? Yeah. It's like a heating and cooling yeah. system. Oh, cool. Um, fluid goes down five stories into the earth in these pipes. Yeah. Um, it gets cooled to. I think it's like 12 degrees Celsius mm-hmm. comes back up and then it's heated to whatever temperature you want your home set to. Right. right. So there's, there's never a cooling process. Hmm. It's always uh, a heating process. I know. Right. Yeah. It seems weird. Like <laughs> uh, heating in the middle great. of the summer, yeah. Yeah. but it's more energy efficient to heat than it is to cool. Right. So, right. Uh, um, cool. huh. yeah. And it's easier to go from, uh, 12 degrees to 18 or 20 than it is from 35 <laughs> to 20 yeah oh, absolutely yeah yeah absolutely. yeah or you know cool. even like or minus 40 to 20 you yeah. know so the sure. air the air coming in is already a set temperature yeah, yeah. Uh, there's solar panels there's uh um an extensive green roof and an intensive green roof uh, a white roof and a community garden and a children's play space, uh, an accessible community garden, all sort of in this one block radius uh, called Beaver Barracks down by the Museum of Nature. That's right. awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And you said your playground, as it were, is one of those gardens. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I work with the tenants there. Um, you know, I've got a little children's garden set up. Right. They have a tenant-run community garden. Uh, and then there's the accessible garden for, you know, people with uh, physical uh, accessibility or, or mental accessibility needs. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with that, let's jump to a quick segment before we get back to some of the stuff that Jeff does. Keen, what's Classic Ottawa? Yeah, Classic Ottawa. Quick, 
Wait, quick segment. Yeah. That, is that like a dig? Wrap it up. I'm just yeah, trying, <laughs> trying to send me a hint to make it quick. I, mean, I, I think you, he's saying I'm a long you talker. You tend to waste a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, no. Do, do it at the, spa- at the pace that you're comfortable with. All right. No, uh, faster than that, though. <laughs> Class Godwa is our news segment. We take news stories and give, the, or give them a, a spin. A bit faster. Some people would say a comedic spin, but other people would not yeah. say comedic. Yeah. <laughs> it's relative. Uber is planning to open an Uber school to local drivers in Ottawa. The first 2.5-hour class is taking place on September 14th, despite Uber only becoming legal on September 30th. Ottawa bylaws is said to be stockpiling GPS trackers, which they'll conveniently have on hand in the parking lot of training course locations. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, do you ever take an Uber? Yeah, yeah. First Uber I took it was in Toronto. That was oh, good. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So it turned me on real real nice and then yeah. I came back to Ottawa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I got into an Uber and I was like, This This guy's a taxi driver. <laughs> Moonlighting as an Uber driver. <laughs> I'm sure the other taxi drivers love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I won't release yeah, his name. No, I just, know it. <laughs> wait, you have his name? <laughs> like memorize? Yeah, it shows up. No. You'll always yeah. remember your first of mine. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, according to a post media poll released on Tuesday, Ottawa is considered the safest city in Canada. City officials are proud to, of their efforts to fully conceal the entirety of Vanier from pollsters. <laughs> unsafe <laughs> the oz transpo online reporting tool has collected over 100 complaints from riders who have felt unsafe or uncomfortable while riding public transit since it launched last year specifically the cité collegial ads with the dead with the dead-eyed students staring at you <laughs> um I, I tried staring back and oh, yeah. I, I lost the staring contest hard. you will lose every time i once think? I think I saw it blank, though. <laughs> <laughs> Articles about a fake terrorist attack in Ottawa have been created and shared on social media this week. Uh, we here at Ottawa News would like to formally welcome Ottawa's newest, most hated fake news network. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People used to really not like us. Still do. Yeah, but <laughs> not as much anymore. Yeah. Uh, and finally, police were called to a residential area in a town near Ottawa after two neighbors threw dog feces at each other. No charges were laid, as it was later discovered that the pair was simply engaging in a popular weekend pastime in Brockville. <laughs> I so thought you were going to say Ingleside. Ah, yeah, <laughs> the joke. Oh. Uh, that is the news. For more fake news, go to ottawapodcast.com slash news. Yeah. That's, that's my, good plug. That's my new tag I'm going to do. That's not bad. That's not bad. I like it. That's the right uh, URL, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> uh, speaking of Ingleside, was that... Like, I, I remember we did a news thing a little while back where one of the small towns in that general area yeah. uh, had their only gas station closed and it was a very big deal. Was it Ingleside by chance? God, do you know? I don't know. Oh, do, you, do you still go back there at all? Yeah, every once in a while. Like, like, makes sense. Yeah, like my my mom moved back and my grandmother moved into my childhood home. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. That was weird. It's funny because it's usually the other way around, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was dark. Anyway, that's dark. <laughs> Very dark, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, realistically, like there's one gas station. Uh, there, there are no street lights. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So what so. did you do growing up in Ingleside? I, uh, I spent a lot of time on like my bicycle. I guess you, you know have there, to, were, yeah. there were like five kids 
my age, like five kids in my class, and we were all in like different cliques. Mm-hmm. Huh. So they're like five of them lived inside the town. Yep. And and we didn't like each other. Oh, great. That's <laughs> right. That really works. Uh, it was so good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. So yeah. you said you, obviously you moved here for high school. Well, uh, during high school, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, did, did you did you ever leave or did you stay here in Ottawa and not? This has been your home since. Uh, there was there was a, a short stint where I moved to Guelph. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to go to Guelph University for. Um, organic agriculture okay um but the money ran out uh as as happens yeah (laughs) like september 14th oh wow (laughs) (laughs) okay that'll do it that'll do it yeah uh and yeah moved back and uh yeah i'm I'm really happy i did you know i had more opportunities here than i think it would have in guelph right yeah that makes sense yeah so you seem pretty food focused based on your yeah Yeah. your, your stuff where uh what what kind of food stuff do you like to do in Ottawa? Um, a lot of my focus is on either growing food or yeah. vegan food. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I w- was working at Pure Kitchen for a year. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk mm-hmm. about your experience at uh, Pure Kitchen. What was that like? Yeah, fantastic place. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, it's fantastic because it makes vegan food delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go yeah. to the green door or to the table and you know you're eating sawdust. glowing reviews (laughs) yeah okay you know um Uh. and and then and then you go to pure kitchen and it tastes like like delicious vibrant food yeah Yeah. you know it's not that like uh overly healthy stuff we're going to pack it with nutrients until you don't have any flavor left Mm -hmm. sort of stuff you know that it finds the stuff that is packed with nutrients and with flavor and and mashes them together interesting yeah uh, in terms of the staff, so one thing I know, I've only been once or twice, but one thing about the staff is that it, unlike a lot of restaurants, I th- it, it just seems like the people working there are just 100% in, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Is that yeah. something you notice as well? Um, well, I mean, like, you can take me as an example. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, I was carnivorous up until they hired me. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. yeah. turned you. Oh, no. Um, I, I had been vegan before. I, I was vegetarian for like three years. Uh, and, you know, for a hangover breakfast, I made my brother uh, maple bacon. Uh, so what were they? They were like French toast sandwiches. Oh, what is wow. that word? Croquette? Oh, Monsieur Croquette? No. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I was a good chef. Is it yeah. like the McGriddles? <laughs> Yeah, yeah kind of like a McGriddle. Okay. Anyway, okay. anyway, so that like that brought me back onto meat. But when I started at Pure Kitchen, I, I figured if I was repping this lifestyle, I had to follow it. And yeah, I feel better. I I sleep better. I have more energy. You know, because mm-hmm. um, I don't spend most of my time digesting. Right. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. On, on that, I know we just did a segment, but we do have a segment related to Pure Kitchen, do we, we not? We do. Do you want to go ahead? Yeah. Can someone remind me what the segment's called? Do it. We, well, we discussed a couple of names. You have to pick it's one. Pure segment. Yeah, I think we have one. We're very vain. We have to work. The segment yeah. pure. Wait a minute. So throw a couple in a row. All right. Uh, what, this segment's called Auto Water They Thinking. <laughs> They being the people 
Oh yes, they being yeah. the people. Yeah, in brackets, they being the people. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just for fun, second try. Uh, just auto wondering. Mm-hmm. And third, <laughs> we were auto wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop there? Go ahead with this, man. This is uh, these are bad. A currently unnamed section uh, segment where we uh, solicited some some questions from our listening audience. Okay, and they had questions. They may have they may have been oh made God. to believe that uh, Jeff is currently a, a chef at Pierre Kitchen. Ah, yes. So they yeah, may okay. be a yeah. bit uh, skewed that way. But you, you can answer. Yeah, no, no, I can answer. Uh, the yeah. best of your ability. Um, as long as the questions aren't about the new location. Sure. You know? yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, oh, maybe this is like vegan cooking. Uh, Zeta Dean asks, Hey, Zeta. What, uh, what's the best way to make tasty broccoli without having the smell in the kitchen? What's wrong with the smell? <laughs> I think some people don't like the way broccoli and cauliflower smells. Oh, that sort of like sulfury smell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Mm. Do you have any chef tips? I think if you were to coat it with oil and then some spices mm. um, and saute it or bake it, that would um, not release as many of the smells. Yeah, or at least mask um, it. Yeah. Mm. Baked yeah. broccoli? Do you have a, like a baked broccoli recipe? That's what it's called. Do you have one? Dish. <laughs> I think you just like put it in. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I never thought about baking broccoli. I, I, w- I would mix it with uh, like like some safflower oil, nutritional yeast. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nooch is the best. Um, mm. And some grainy mustard. Mix it all together and then bake it at 350 till it's, you know, starting to get a little brown. Oh, Maybe okay. We should, we should have a that's cooking, all, that's all yeah. great. We should have a cooking yeah. show instead of <laughs> that's a this definitely stupid should. interview show. It's like way better. <laughs> okay, dude, what we, we talked about not like crapping on the podcast. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, so, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you say that was from? Uh, Zeta Dean. Is that my mom? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's someone's mom. I don't know. Yeah. Is That's that your hilarious. mom? Is I, think, it? I think it was. Yeah, she's, she's a big fan. No idea. Okay. You know what? It, right? I, I can e- I can email her recipes. I mean, like there you go. Yeah. There you go. Man. Yeah, I've I've got lots of recipes for her. Hi, mom. G- mispronouncing names. I mean, I guess it runs in the family. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Damien Brooms asks, "How is your food so good? Uh, pure kitchen, I assume. Everything is absolutely amazing." It appeals to everyone, not just vegetarians. Not really a question, Damien. Uh, <laughs> so, well, it was how. That's a, yeah, that's, oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. The first part. Oh, and then he says, and how do you find that perfect balance? So the, the questions he actually asks are, how's your food, how's your so, food good? so good? How do you find that perfect balance? If, if you can answer that. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I, I think it's finding that balance between uh, salty and like that umami fat flavor mm-hmm. um, and finding things that are already strongly flavored on their own, you know, um, Thai basil and, and peanuts and jalapenos and, and lime, you know, the lime jalapeno tofu is so strongly flavored. You wouldn't notice that was tofu. Right. right. Oh, you know? hey, yeah. yeah, I get that. I get that. Okay. I, re- I really like the like the pad thai the fantastic bowl, bowl? yeah that yeah. is literally the best thing like it has <laughs> it like it has tofu instead of like the yeah, chicken you would have the maple tamari it, tofu it, yeah but it like really does not taste like tofu at all like it's like just like I, a nice texture i ate that every single day when i was there nice. <laughs> wow yeah, yeah yeah that's awesome that's the best that's awesome um uh final question what's the deal with celery i know i should eat it what's your favorite <laughs> way to eat it that's a good question. Who asked that? Uh, oh, sorry. That was Val uh, Perelstein. 
Oh, okay. Sorry, Val. I'm 100% sure I said that wrong. All right. <laughs> Varelstein. But I'm just leaning into it. Okay. Okay. I think it's best in a soup or a stew. Oh. But my favorite way to yeah. eat it yeah. is still cheese whiz. Is that right? Sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I haven't done it since, you know, I lived in, um, you know, poor middle nowhere Ingleside. Yeah. Yep. But it's that's probably the most delicious way to eat it classic huh. yeah classic. not peanut butter though that, that's weird <laughs> oh yeah. yeah if you put if you put do you put peanut butter on I'm your celery opposite. Okay. yeah yeah i can't do cheese whiz but i love peanut butter and celery oh that's weird oh, worlds colliding does cheese whiz count as vegan How does because i'm not sure if there's any cheese yeah. in there probably yeah. but i mean that <laughs> it, it does okay actually the uh my, my house in ingleside was right beside the craft plant in Ingleside. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, which made the, the, uh, made cheese whiz and also made the powdered cheese in Kraft Dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you guys have had Kraft Dinner in the past ever, yep. mm-hmm. it came from Ingleside. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Little fun fact about Ingleside. Yeah. All and right. so you got the fresh runoff cheese whiz. That maybe is why you oh, love went it right so into much. the river. Yeah. Just went straight out <laughs> and, then, and then onto your celery stick. <laughs> No, no, it's it's like <laughs> no, you know, you know, in works? like Latin American countries where they produce coffee, all yeah. the best coffee goes to Europe and North America. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, all the best cheese mice gets imported out. <laughs> you get the to leftovers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, we're so close shame. to that's the states. Shame. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, true. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, those, that's uh, all the questions we had, but that's pretty. Okay. Good. You know, we we don't ask for questions a lot. Mm-hmm. Or we haven't asked for mm-hmm. them in a while, and so I just asked the, for them this morning on that's a whim. Not bad, actually. Yeah. We got a bunch, and so I think. We'll we'll have that uh, new unnamed segment uh, more in the future, yeah. and we'll work on the name. So, yeah. <laughs> or I'll just make you go through three, yeah, yeah. three new candidates every week time. until we find oh, one. Uh, so, <laughs> on the subject of food, what are yeah. other uh, other restaurants or just just place whether whether places to buy food or yeah. actual restaurants? Like, what 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 are some? Can you name drop a couple from around Ottawa? Um, in, in the treats. yeah, in the Byward Market, there's uh, El Corazon de Maíz. Okay, um, it's a little well, taqueria, burrito ria, mm-hmm. a little, okay. a little okay. Mexican restaurant. Okay, uh, the family's from Yucatan, and they're yeah, they're so vibrant and happy and outgoing. Uh-huh. Nice. You know, um, when I discovered the place, I went there um, every single day for seven days in a row. Oh, wow. yeah. That's yeah. When you commit, yeah, you, you commit yeah, hard. I do, day. I do. Yeah. <laughs> you also meet the family that runs it. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would bring somebody new every time. I'd be like, enjoy this. This is, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, and they make all their own salsas. Um, all, everything there is, you know, fresh and handmade and it's, mm. yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, there's, what is it? Uh, El Playa de Popsicle, down in the Glebe. Oh, okay. okay. Which means Popsicle Beach in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, got a little Spanish theme going on. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. so this is what I'm getting from you so <laughs> yeah. far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, is that a Popsicle place? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, where is what? it? What? It's, it's behind Mrs. Tiggy Winkles in the Gleam. Behind. Uh, so near yeah. like the Flapjacks van? I don't think that's there anymore. Oh, it's not? Yeah. I oh, think I've the Flapjacks van is now. Oh, Popsicle I thought, Beach. I thought. Oh, oh is that right? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but there's a real beach. They they have sand. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> they, they they have like bromeliads. They have beach chairs, beach balls, and it's all like 80s themed. Yeah. Wow. Bad. Yeah. They're they're playing like synth wave. <laughs> yeah. Listening to like a Time Cop 1983. Oh, perfect. Yeah. 
And, and sorry, those are just popsicles, or do you get anything else? Uh, oh, they have snow cones. Popsicles and snow cones. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. Like trademarked, legitimate snow cones. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I guess it's a summertime only. Yeah, thing. yeah. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. These are two that we've yeah, never heard. Yeah, never that's heard awesome. Of that. That's great. Okay. What what else? Uh, anything else, sir? In terms of good food or treats, thimble cakes might be another. Oh yeah, oh, go ahead. Thank you for reminding me of <laughs> anytime question. Your favorites, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So just up the street from where we are now, there's thimble cakes at uh, at Gilmore. Oh, um, they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they do vegan and you know whatever you guys call yourselves non vegans. Is that yeah? yeah. That's what I omnivore. Yeah. Omnivore. Yeah. I say not I'll eat vegan. anything. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I've used omnivore before. Hmm. Yeah, like a raccoon. I, although, although you used carnivore earlier. Well, I was, I was like a carnivore. Only yeah. just meat. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> for for a while in life, like I was obsessed with red meat. Mm. Okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, thimble cakes up the street. Uh, they have uh, coconut milk ice cream. I think they have like five uh, coconut milk gelato oh, at wow. any one time. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a huge selection of vegan cupcakes and, and mini cupcakes. Right. Th- thimble cakes, yeah, if you yeah. will. Ah, yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that's yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. I liked it. I have a, a non sequitur, but I saw this on your you can pre-interview form. <laughs> uh, what is an ocular tension ring? Oh yeah. Or so specifically, how does that apply to you? Yeah. Uh, so just no, no. It holds the tension on your iris so that your uh, your iris is held together mm. in place. I was so right about. Uh, I guess yeah. before. Yeah. Just, I don't think you said iris. I think Keegan did. But I did uh, go so, ahead. And it, sorry. And what's it made out of? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Some sort of bioplastic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. What, what, like, go into why? Why did you need? What? What were you feeling, or what did you see before, and how? How did things change? Like, what? What was the issue at hand? The issue? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, tension, I, like, what does it mean to not have sufficient tension, or what have you? Uh, well, I, I have a lesson for you to learn from me having an ocular tension ring. Okay. Uh, don't play with fireworks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Go, go okay. see them okay. uh, on Parliament Hill, but don't play with them yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got hit in the eye with a Roman candle. Wow. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so I... I shattered my cornea. I uh, shattered my macula. Dislocated my retina. Oh, I oh, I dislocated my iris. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Wow. Yeah. If you think of your iris like a trampoline, you know it has like springs all around the edge. Okay. It was like six springs just popped off. Wow. So it was was floating and it was gone. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm the first person in Canada (laughs) to have one of these in their eye. My uh, ophthalmologist uh, applied to Health Canada to uh, experiment, I guess, in my eye. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And how did that turn out for you? Um, uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my eye doesn't look too strange. Your eye looks fine to me, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I can't tell which one. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah. It's the one that drifts off every once in a while. Oh, okay, <laughs> I mean that'll do it. Uh, <laughs> okay. um, yeah, I mean I've got twenty four percent of my vision. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's in that one eye or yeah, in that one eye. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Huh. Uh, I'm I'm legally blind in that eye. Legally. Okay. Yeah. But I'm still allowed to drive. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that scare you a little? Technicality. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Like yeah. every time I do a shoulder check, I can't see anyone behind me. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's good news. Yeah. I, I, I drive like I was born in Quebec. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you fit right in and on. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So well, they applied for like experimental treatment. And yeah. You went into this not knowing what was going to happen. Um. Yeah, my my ophthalmologist seemed like super confident, and yeah, he just he, he knew what he was doing about everything before, and he's you know calm and confident, and yeah, you know just can convince you of anything. Right. Okay, and you're yeah. going from zero percent in that eye, right? A vision? It was probably like fifteen percent. Oh, okay, at okay. that time, yeah. but um, it was much blurrier before, mm-hmm. and then after. Mm-hmm. Now I I have like. Because my macula is cracked, I don't have central vision. So if I if I look out that eye, I can't see any faces or read any words. Okay. But there's one tiny spot that I can see because of that tension right. ring. Huh. Yeah. So I, I that spot is clear, and I can almost make out words and almost make out faces because mm. of that. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What was it? What was that like transition like going from, uh, or like readjusting to your 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 new vision? It's it's really quite interesting, mm-hmm. like how your body uh, does all the adjusting. Yeah, it, um, at, at first it, it was like I had regular vision, but there was spots cut out of it. Okay, and over time everything just kind of like morphed together until it was like huh. stitched in the center. Right. You know, you say you get a hole in the center of your shirt and you yeah. stitch that, and it's all just pinched there. That's kind of what it's like now. But, but for a while, uh, you know, someone would be on this side and then suddenly over here, but now it's kind of like I can kind of see. Right. There's some continuity. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I learned so much about the eye in that process. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you would. Yeah. Just years of seeing ophthalmologists. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and, and I, I have to ask, uh, was it a Roman candle fight? Yes. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know you did it in high school. You know you did. You know that's a thing. I I played around with them. I don't know if I've ever gotten into a Roman candle fight. Did you do that in high school? No, I'm scared of everything. Did you do that in high school? I have never been around any fireworks being set off. I had a bad habit of holding the fire, even the bigger ones, just holding them and watching them go off. Uh, Hmm. But uh, that was... That was I knew that was the question. Was. I knew that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's uh, like an Ottawa thing to do is have a Roman candle fight. Like, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah. I'm from Northern Ontario and uh, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. A place called Elliot Lake Keegan, yeah, for, yeah. for the record. Uh, I tell him that all the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, does he remember? Okay. That's right. What's that? Does he remember? Oh, he does. He yeah. hates yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He hates when I keep bringing we all, it We all hate it. Well, Rob, Rob I don't. You. That's right. Yeah. When I say we all, I mean everyone who's ever listened that's and wh- commented, and the two of us. That's where I met the only other Menzies I know. So I guess so. There you wow. go. Right, wow, Ali Ontario. Huh. So what was his name? Ori. Ori. Yep. Hmm. There you go. Is that a Scottish name? Yeah, it was actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he, he's yes. actually Ori Mingus. I suppose. Yeah. Well, I only knew him as Menzies <laughs> until this day. <laughs> I'll give him a call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> Uh, with that, uh, we are running up on time. That was a nice full but, circle. It was, yeah. Started on Menzies, ended on Menzies. That's not bad, eh? <laughs> I did want to give you a chance. Keeps coming back. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> was that? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We, can, we come back to Menzies every 28 exactly, days. I, I yeah. get where you're going with this. <laughs> that's good. 
Um, <laughs> with, so with that, we're going to give you a chance to promote anything you want to promote, even things that you might have already mentioned. This is your chance to just throw anything out there, websites, Twitter, social media, anything. I, I've, I've got nothing in the works. Uh, okay. However... Uh, I'm, I'm looking to, to start something up. Okay. Uh, looking to set up a community food center in Ottawa. Yeah. Um, so you can check out the community food centers Canada and see what they're all about. Okay. Uh, yeah. And yeah, just try and get that, uh, get that ball rolling. So hopefully in the next couple of years, you'll see something downtown where we're growing food, producing food, uh, all in a community center. Awesome. That's awesome. There you go. Nice. And uh, Rob, where can the listeners find us? Well, I'll, I'll tell you that. It's ottawapodcast.com. There it is. But I also want to just, before, so I don't forget later. Oh, yes. I want to say that we have, we have a new review and we promised we'd read reviews. So yep. I will do that as well. Please do that. Um, but you can find the show uh, on Twitter at Ottawa Podcast. We're on Facebook as well if you just search Ottawa. And uh, you can listen on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or your, your podcast player of choice. Uh, if you have one, you know how to subscribe to shows. Uh, so the feedback we if, got, if you don't have one, Google it, if we don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Google how to, yeah. how to listen to podcasts. I think actually the first result that comes up is serial, like serial's website has Great. a page that says how to listen to serial. Awesome. Cause nobody knows. So take that. It should be your web page. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That should be the first Plenty. result. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Just yeah, start we'll, paying Google until, <laughs> until you are the top yeah. dog. There it's you true. go. It's true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, th- this review we got, uh, there's, there's no name cause this was just through our feedback form. This wasn't through, uh. This wasn't through iTunes or anything like that. Right. But uh, they said it's good. Uh, the first interview that they heard was with a stand-up comedian. We've had a few of them on. So uh, I think it was fairly recent, though. Uh, they were, the, this person uh, being, a, a, I think they're a public servant uh, because of what they mentioned in the, in the review. But they said they were the topics might not be serious enough for their taste. Uh, but the interview with the comedian remained insightful. We got called insightful. I guess they probably didn't listen Ooh. to anything Keegan said. Yes. And uh, collectively insightful. Hey, hey, he was head boy at my high school. Yeah. I think he is. Yeah. yeah, that's where he peaked. And the last thing he said is the the one with the filmmaker was awesome. So there you go. Okay, we had a filmmaker. Yeah. We had a few. We had the filmmaker in Canada. That's right. <laughs> cool. We did and, the most uh, prolific independent filmmaker. So people can go back and check out those in the archive. Yeah, good promotion. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. Uh, so there's that. Um, we already plugged out of what news. Anything else you want to say, Keegan? Yeah, you, you know that your computer isn't like the monitor. Yeah, come on, man. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. that. Sometimes it is. Actually. Yeah, like like Apple, Apple computers. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, oh, Look. like there's new ones though. Like Dell. Dell is also they have the computer built into the monitor. A Dell. Yeah. Not not Adele, but like <laughs> one single Dell. As far as my computer. Yeah, knowledge. there you go. <laughs> this is the worst one. It's yet, probably enough. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll end the show, Jeff, with you saying Otto what? Okay. Tell me when. Now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Otto what?